If you've got your own brand, then you're probably thinking about new marketing channels to grow your e-commerce business and sell more product. If this is true, then you're going to want to consider selling on Amazon. Let's say you have a leggings brand or you make and brand your own jewelry. Amazon could be a really strong exposure platform for your business simply from its millions of customers alone. Did you know more product searches start on Amazon than Google? That's crazy, right? Now, I'm not going to go in depth about getting started selling on Amazon today. I'll save that for another episode or in one of my retailers online classes. Today, I'm going to talk about the four questions to ask yourself before selling on Amazon. I'm Jen Kelly, and I'm the founder of Retailers.com, where I teach e-commerce entrepreneurs how to build brands, run shop, and grow sales. I'm an industry expert obsessed with the numbers and promotional storytelling. I have a decade of professional experience working with some of the top e-commerce companies around, from fashion buying and inventory planning to product development and marketplace management. When it comes to e-commerce, I've done a lot. Whether you're a boutique owner looking to scale your business or a retail obsessed hashtag boss lady dreaming of building your very own brand, I'm here to help. This is Retailers, the podcast. I'll admit that I have a borderline obsession with Amazon. In fact, before I sat down to start recording this episode, I heard the doorbell ring and it was an Amazon package. But you know what? Amazon has been such a big part of my life for years now, not only from my work at an Amazon subsidiary or through my regular marketplace consulting, but you know, my house is just a standing reminder, sometimes messy reminder, of just how much the Seattle Giant is, you know, a part of my life. I recently just put my dog food on replenishment. My soap and toilet paper show up every month right on schedule, which, by the way, is pretty freaking amazing. Um, You will never run out of that. And most Fridays are now spent on the couch watching Prime Video with lime-flavored popcorn and a glass of Chardonnay. Yeah, I get that sometimes the behemoths can get a bad rap, but you can't knock how Amazon has changed the e-commerce game. Over the years, marketplaces in general have opened doors for many people to become entrepreneurs, and that's the part I like to focus on. Entrepreneurship is the part that really moves me and keeps me so invested in learning all I can about the Amazon platform. While the whole Amazon thing isn't everyone's cocktail of choice, selling on Amazon has and continues to work for so many people. You know, if a working mom can build an empire from her home office through selling on Amazon, then I love it. If a college student can pay for her tuition by hustling on the marketplace, I am there all the way. Yes, the Amazon marketplace has changed and it will continue to change much like everything else. You have to choose to adapt, learn, and just commit to making things happen for you and your business. Embrace the change. Nothing in life stays the same forever. And you know what? That'd be too boring. I always like to say, don't hate the player, hate the game, but better yet, play the game. If you've been considering selling products on Amazon or moving your shop or some of your inventory onto the Amazon marketplace, here are my four questions you want to ask yourself before taking another step. Question one, am I willing to do the work? Selling on Amazon is not as easy as you might think. There is, or at least should be, a lot of research that goes into getting started on Amazon. If of course you actually want to see sales, (laughs) are you willing to do the work? I mean, this includes all of the research prior to creating a seller account, all the way to navigating whether or not you want to invest in building your product listings, 
on a whole new platform separate from your current online shop. Question two, do I love the product or do I love the business? This isn't meant to be a trick question. Now, of course, if you've built a brand, whether it be a shop that carries different vendors or a private label with your name on it, you're totally in love with your product, as you should be. But there is a difference between selling your brand on Amazon and selling a product on Amazon. Now, Amazon isn't really great at brand discovery. It's working on it in some ways, but that's not really their thing. The marketplace algorithm works off of actual items customers are looking for. So for example, if you shop for denim jeans, you're going to see denim jeans from a bunch of other sellers that rank high in the Amazon algorithm based off of things like customer views and seller ratings. In the past, many Amazon sellers would make a killing adding their inventory to SKU listings that already existed on the marketplace. And when I talk about Amazon sellers, I'm talking about third-party sellers, not necessarily products that Amazon sells directly or product that Amazon buys from other brands and sells on their site. I'm talking about uh, third-party sellers who are buying the same product that other people, oftentimes including Amazon, um, are buying as well. So in the past, many Amazon sellers would make a killing adding their inventory to skew listings that already exist on the marketplace. They compete with other sellers to win the buy box and keep just jumping on the top ranking products and competing with, again, other sellers to win the buy box. Now, the buy box is the ships from and sold by section under the price area on a SKU's listing. Amazon has different deciding variables on which seller wins the buy box, and some include seller ratings, positive seller reviews, and of course, the infamous lowest price. As you can imagine, this could feel like throwing spaghetti on the wall to see what sticks because you can never really predict competition. You'd also have to stay on top of your pricing and be constantly monitoring your shared listings. Now that's if you are selling the same item as other sellers. You just constantly have to be on top of it. Now, while some sellers can still make a lot of money doing this, it's quickly becoming unsustainable for a few reasons. One being that many brands have minimized the amount of third-party sellers they work with um, to minimize price degradation. Now, what that means is, let's say I sell Calvin Klein. I'm Calvin Klein, and I have Calvin Klein boxers on Amazon, and I sell to five other Uh, third-party sellers, what's going to happen is they're going to compete with pricing, constantly knocking down the price of those Calvin Klein boxer briefs. And it's essentially just going to hurt my brand. So as Calvin Klein, I might step away from selling to so many third-party sellers because I don't want the brand um, to go down in pricing for this skew to essentially hurt my sales or hurt my brand image. Two, with so many third-party sellers on the Amazon marketplace, it takes longer to actually win the buy box and win the sale. And again, because that comes down to the competition and the different variables to actually win that sale. What we're seeing more and more of every day is sellers private labeling products and creating their own brands. How cool is that? Seriously, search for bathrobes on Amazon right now and tell me how many brand names you recognize. I think this is very cool. And I bring up bathrobes because I recently bought my husband a private label robe for Christmas and he loved it. I've also tried out a few private label accessories and handbags that were super nice quality. And these were all from third-party sellers who created their own brands. 
things that I would not have found without them being sold on Amazon. Private labeling products is just another way Amazon has inspired a, a generation of entrepreneurs who can essentially become their own product and brand developers. And because these are all private label products, there is no one else to compete with on your listing. If you're thinking about buying product wholesale and selling it on Amazon, then you should ask yourself this again. Do you love the product or do you love the business? Because selling products that others also sell on the Amazon marketplace would require that you love the business first and the product second. Here's why. Let's say you have found a great deal on red stripe t-shirts from the garment district in downtown LA and you want to sell them on Amazon. This could go a few ways. So you find out that a listing already exists for this exact red stripe t-shirt. So you must attach your seller shop to this listing. It's actually against Amazon policy to duplicate exact listings. So you'll have to do it this way. You're a new seller and you're competing with other third-party sellers with better customer reviews, a longer selling history and cheaper pricing. It may take you forever to sell even one t-shirt because of the competition on that one listing. Now, if the other sellers run out of inventory, then you got a shot. You can win some of those sales. That is until those other sellers restock and then the buy box sharing starts all over again. As you can imagine, this can be a very hard way to predict your sales and inventory needs over time. Let's say you find no um, other red striped shirts on Amazon. So you create a listing that's entirely yours. You spend time and resources building the listing adding the product images, creating the descriptions, and promoting this product through paid sponsorship on Amazon. You ever see sponsored items on Amazon? That's that's what I'm talking about. Okay, so your red shirts, red striped t-shirts start to sell. You're making money. You're happy, and then wait for it. Someone else buys that shirt at wholesale and jumps on your listing. After all the work you put into building up your product listings, now you have to share SKU sales with some other seller. Frustrating, right? This would be an example of putting the business over product because of the fact that you will always have to find new product to sell if you constantly have to compete with other sellers if you want to make money. What about this option? You buy at wholesale these same striped red t-shirts from the garment district, but you decide to add a custom tag with your brand name and you embroider a cute little heart on the sleeve, essentially making it a totally different SKU. This shirt then becomes your branded SKU. You can go about creating the listing and marketing the product without having to worry about someone jumping on the listing page. You can sell the product you love and own the product business. This can be the same thing for any other brand that is completely your own. Question three, how will it impact my brand? Okay, let's say you already have this amazing brand that you've created. Now you're thinking about selling it on Amazon to get more exposure. Is it right for you? Well, it depends. If you are confident in your ability to hustle, which you probably already are because, hello, you built a brand, then go for it. You can still own the brand experience as the sole owner of your brand listings. This means that pricing, photography, and product descriptions are all controlled by you. I think every new brand, especially for small brand owners, should have an Amazon go-to-market strategy. If done correctly, which I will guide you through in another episode, I promise, it will be really great for your brand or business. Now, if you're already running your own shop with your private label product, 
I'm not saying to put everything on Amazon. I'm saying that a smart Amazon go-to-market strategy would be putting just a few items on Amazon to build your brand exposure for both your brand and your other product. Here's what that would look like. You're a jewelry maker and you run your own online shop. You design rings, necklaces, earrings, and a bunch of other beautiful pieces directly on your website. Sales are good, but growth has been stagnant. You're looking for new ways to generate business. Here's what you do. Create an Amazon seller account with the same shop name you use for your e-commerce business. Choose two to five SKUs to list on Amazon. Maybe you decide to list a pair of earrings, a couple rings and necklaces to show an array of categories for your brand. Because this is a new brand and new product on Amazon, invest in marketing your product to build your listings. You can pay for Amazon ads so that when someone searches gold necklace, new products like yours show up at the top of the search result page. Once you've built the listings and start collecting customer reviews and ratings, your listings will automatically or algorithmic, algorithmic, algorithmically start to appear on search results. Until then, you'll have to build your listings. Don't worry, it'll be worth it. Once you've got your product up and you're marketing your beautifully created pages with high quality photos and on-brand product descriptions, you'll start to see new customers. You can deliver the same shipping quality and customer service by selling directly to your customers on Amazon. You can include, a, let's say, a lookbook of your other products sold directly on your site as well. Just put it in the packaging. That way, your new customers will know that, hey, if I want different products, i got to shop on the boutique site. Question four, can I afford to lose margin? Here's the kicker. Selling on the Amazon marketplace is not free. You have to pay commission to Amazon for every sale. So if you're selling your five pieces of jewelry on Amazon, the margin you make will be lower. Now remember, you can't price your product higher on Amazon than what it retails for on your shop. So you're not going to gain any margin that way. This is something that you want to take into consideration for your markup and your overall sales. Maybe you list your high margin SKUs on Amazon and keep the lower margin items on your own website. Maybe you end up generating enough sales demand on Amazon that it actually supports the dip in margin you see at a SKU level after paying commissions. Oftentimes, that is the case for many sellers and why they choose to keep some product offering on the marketplace because it's just good for their overall business and the margin will balance out overall. After you've built your listings and have a better idea of what product is selling the best, you may want to start shipping through FBA, which is fulfilled by Amazon. FBA is a part of Prime membership in which customers are guaranteed faster shipping from Amazon warehouses. You don't have to do this, and choosing not to FBA your product doesn't always hurt your business, but it could open doors to more customers who only shop via Prime. And I know I've personally been guilty of doing this because I wanted the quick shipping, Um, not necessarily because I needed the product quickly, but because I felt like I paid for Prime, so I should get that perk. But I recently um, read an article about why you should think twice about two-day shipping. And it's kind of just changed my perspective on that on a personal level. And I'm a little bit more conscious of um, choosing two-day shipping on Amazon. If I don't need it immediately, then I'm going to wait for it. And I think it's better. It has a better impact on the environment and the warehouse workers and just, you know, the whole concept in general. So that's just my two cents and something personally I working through every day I shop um, or when I shop, which is becoming less and less every every day. Or 
If you're selling a lot of product on Amazon, then you may need help fulfilling the demand. So if you are also selling product on your own website and maybe it's busier season that you're selling, then you might want to consider FBA. It's another fee and yet another margin factor to consider in your business. So that's something to think about as well. So before you get started selling on Amazon, ask yourself these four questions. One, am I willing to do the work? Two, do I love the product or do I love the business? Three, how will it impact my brand? Four, can I afford to lose margin? I'm Jen Kelly, and thank you so much for tuning in to the Retailers Podcast. Head over to retailers.com for some great free resource guides that will help you navigate your online business. And if you have any questions or comments about selling on Amazon, feel free to contact me directly. I'm on Instagram at retailers or at hello at retailers.com. And I look forward to helping you through growing your businesses, launching your brands, and any other tips, tricks, and insider information for you. Don't forget to subscribe to Retailers Podcast, and I'll see you next week.